Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to Tuesday, May 24th. Thanks for joining us again. Um, it was a fun time yesterday getting to know Josh and Andrea a little bit, and so I'm excited to hear what you guys bring uh, to our conversation today. Um, today is Tuesday. Which there's two things we always do on Tuesdays. One, read a Psalms. That's our, our passage um, on Tuesdays, but also it's a chance for our guests to share their faith story. Um, whether it's when they first came to know Christ or kind of a journey throughout their life or a recent things. So um, I've asked Josh and Andrea to just um, to maybe share a little bit about that faith journey with them. So um, whoever would like to go first? Is it me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for me, I, as I was saying earlier, I don't really have like this necessarily like big huge like aha thing but more like a whole bunch of little aha moments mm. that have kind of trickled uh, out over time i mean I, I grew up in a um in the church uh my mom is a very passionate woman mm -hmm. about her faith and uh, which is awesome uh, it got me into a lot of things like reading the bible and bible drills and all kinds of fun mm. stuff like early on but um grew up kind of in that um, like that, that church life, um, and I always just kind of knew it mm -hmm. and accepted it as originally baptized when I was eight. Um, and then, uh, went to summer camps and, uh, but the downside, this is, uh, something you mentioned earlier, Steve was, I think a good, good point. Um, that was my, that was my like family's faith mm. but i didn't necessarily like i i believed it i accepted it i moved forward with it i screwed up a lot um so when i uh left left home and as i preluded to yesterday sometimes i'm a little dense um and so you know i just was kind of making my own decisions maybe in like a prodigal son sort of way but nothing to that that fun extreme i guess but mm. um but there have always been these like little moments where i'm like okay, I'm going to act here, but, you know, are, are you, is this real? Like, does this actually matter? And so some of it's really goofy where I was going to go on a mission trip and um, the mission trip was cost, I don't remember, X amount of dollars. And um, I was like, well, you know, there's no way for us to do that financially. We're not going to be able to go. And uh, my youth pastor's like, nope, just go ahead. I need to send some letters out. Just, just see what God's got going. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, we'll try it out here. I said, but, uh, you know, I had this kind of like realistic mentality of like, this isn't going to happen. No big mm -hmm. deal. And uh day before uh, the money was due, all of a sudden I got like six checks in for the wow. dollar amount. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And it was a huge moment for me. Like I, I just really enjoyed, I enjoyed that mission trip. I went on a couple others afterwards. They just had a big, big impact on my youth. Yeah. Um, but that still didn't stop me from screwing up later because I did. And I still, mm -hmm. I still kind of fell away from, from church a little bit. I always believed, but I had uh, difficulty with understanding some of the uh, po politics sometimes behind the church. But um, this perpetual cycle of God reminding me, hey, I'm here. Uh, I'm real. Uh, remember that. Mm. And uh, most recently was about four years ago when we were moving up here. Uh, that one was 
always kind of cracks me up. I was going to be coming up. Uh, I was looking for a position, uh, decided at random to apply for a job in Allendale, Michigan. We had no real interest in moving <laughs> no, whatsoever. Um, I had applied to hundreds of jobs that mm-hmm. I was not braggy, but I was more than qualified for all of these jobs. Yeah. Received zero calls. Put in this call that this this for this position that I was not qualified for. If uh, my hiring boss is there, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I was I was not qualified for. I got a call the very next day. I was standing on the side of my house. I'm pretty sure I was offered the job almost right away, but they hadn't given me an offer letter yet. And so I'm like, well, let me talk to my wife and let's see. Uh, and then I'm talking to her and I'm like, okay, like we're gonna need it to be. Like the cost of living is higher. There's other things. We got to sell our house. There's all the stuff that's happening. I don't know if we can do this. Yeah. I said we're going to need it to between, I mean, between this number and this number for it to even make sense. Sure. Uh, which was ridiculous. I'm like, there's not going. They're not going to offer me that. Mm. And uh, no joke. Like I think it was down to like the quarter. Like <laughs> wow. directly in the middle, half yeah. between what you know I said, oh, yeah. um, between what I told God. I'm like, this is where it's got to be. And he said, yeah. okay, okay. You, go. you said in between, <laughs> so, boom, boom, in between, got it down to the penny for you there. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, so little things like that where we're like, oh, okay, this is real. And then things just kind of fell in place. And, uh, you know, again, we don't fully know what we're here for, but um, God continues to reveal himself in pretty interesting ways yeah. to me that I think have always been super, super unique. So you're talking about the money aspect, but the fact that we, it wasn't quite the selling market yet. And, um, we listed our house. We went from listing to sold in 21 days. Wow. That just listing to closed. Yeah. Listing no, closed. Listing to closed. Okay. Like in 21 days. And we, like, we could not afford to move up here at the time. So, <laughs> and I was so like, oh boy. it's just God showing himself mm-hmm. over and over to us. And yeah. yeah. Pretty amazing ways. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, um, let's jump into the passage then. Uh, it's Psalm 47. And Josh, um, uh, you were going to read it, but you also wanted to teach us a little bit about who wrote it. You wanted to share. So um, I, if you want to read first and then share the, the backstory or. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll read first because I've got a, I'm doing this on my phone. So I've got a separate tab. I got to jump into it. Okay. All right. So I'll read first. All right. Uh, so Psalm 47. Uh, and I don't know what the actual beat of this was supposed to be when this was written, but I'm sure there was some cool music that went with it. Ooh. There you go. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Uh, Psalm 47, clap your hands, all you nations, shout to God with cries of joy. For the Lord most high is awesome, the great king over all the earth. He subdued nations under us, people under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loved. God has ascended amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. Sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our God. Our king, sing praises, for God is the king of all the earth. Sing to him a psalm of praise. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of the God of Abraham, for the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. All right. Thank Um, you. Yeah. And the thing that stood out to me was, um, it's really weird, but I'm going through the Bible or going through the verse and I read it and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to say about this song. Um, but I'm like, there's going to be something that's going to come through. And the little writing above the the Bible verse is the thing that stood out to me. And it said, for the director of music of the sons of Korah, a psalm. And I'm like, 
who? <laughs> right. Uh, What's the son of Cora? What are yeah. we talking about here? Yeah. Uh, so if anybody else doesn't know, and this will be like uh, pretty brief, um, but basically, uh, so Cora was uh, part of like when they were they were out in in the wilderness and um, you know hanging out after uh, with with Moses, and uh, he's got these. Um, the different tribes that are together. Well, one of them, uh, one of the leaders was named Korah. And uh, he did not like his placement that God had given his his group, his family. Uh, and so he's had enough of it. And he's like, I'm going to go ahead and overthrow Moses. This is ridiculous. I don't like my placement because clearly nothing else just magical or amazing just occurred. So, right. <laughs> so let's forget about the like splitting of the seas and <laughs> right. all this stuff. And just that you're better because we do this actually to ourselves. I used to make fun of that all the time, and I'm like, "Oh crud! I am just as bad <laughs> as as they were." Sometimes I forget so quickly. But um, so he decides he wants to go ahead and overthrow uh, Moses, and uh, Moses talks to God afterwards and says, "What are we going to do about this?" And yeah. God answered it pretty swiftly, and the earth swallowed Korah and his family, hmm. except for his sons who did not die because they did not go along with their dad's uh, plan. And uh, not only did they not die, they were actually reinstated back into their, um, their original place that that God had ordained for them. So I'm going to read really bad handwriting, which is my notes here and see if I can get (laughs) this correctly. Um, Uh, They were given back uh, their God ordained place in the community, which was, it was basically to, it was to guard the temple. Um, and they held on or held, they were to, to, uh, guard the, the community. Um, they were to guard, uh, the Holy of Holies. That was, that was their placement. Um, so, uh, in David's time, they were still in that position, uh, as basically these gatekeepers and hold on here, switch into an electronic. Uh, so the head of the family of the sons of Korah, uh, were accorded special honor, uh, these are the men whom David put in charge of the service of song in the house of the Lord uh, after the ark rested. Uh, God not only restored what a generation had once disdained, but also made something brand new out of their lives uh, and those who would long benefit from their spiritual legacy. Uh, so it just kind of stood out to me that these are people who like, like they screwed up and there was a lot of this uh, uh, familial sin uh, yeah. That kind of, you know, could kind of like carry on from generation to generation, yeah. uh, but they stopped where they were in that process and, um, and and were able to kind of be put back into the place that God originally went and then went beyond that and were actually exalted. And now we're literally reading like Psalms from them. Like yeah. it's just kind of cool, kind of a unique story stood out to me. Yeah. Uh, definitely recommend keep reading. We can go for a long time. There was actually a lot on them, which was pretty cool. Okay. So, yeah. Anyways. Well, good. Well, thank you for sharing <laughs> yeah. that. I think I think we oftentimes will kind of just skip over that little because most of the Psalms have that. You know, Psalm forty six, the director of music. Oh, that's also Sons of Cross. There we go, forty six as well. Yeah. Um, but we we just jump right into the uh to the verses, and so to have that backstory, to have that. Okay. Um, there there's something to this. So thank you for sharing that. So, yeah. So Andrea, as you read through that, um, or maybe listen to what Josh just kind of shared us. What what comes to you from this passage? Um, well, I didn't do the deep dive. That's okay. <laughs> into Cora, didn't know that. He's- 
get in there. Um, I actually, I didn't know what to think at first. And so okay. then it just was interesting that they kept on saying, sing praises to the Lord. And mm. so then I counted them and there are five times in nine verses that it just says, you know, um, sorry, to sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth, sing praise to him, a psalm of praise, you know. And so I think that is so important in our lives. Sometimes we get into lamenting, you know, (laughs) woe is me or all these things. And we bring all of our prayers to God, which God wants to hear our prayers. But also just remembering to just praise and exalt him. And um, it just stood out to me. Those were like those words that kept on like popping out or just sometimes we need to just quiet our minds and then yeah. let the praise speak, you know, yeah. praise and sing to the Lord, you know, with our whole hearts. And so, um, yeah, that's what stood out to me. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. One of when, um, Psalms are always a struggle for me, um, because it seems like they're either saying the same thing. What was me or praise God? And right. yeah, okay, we get it. We have to praise God, but, <laughs> but, and sometimes we just need to stop and say, okay, right. There's a reason why we have to praise God. Um, you know, this, this is one of the songs that's, uh, I read the footnotes there, talked about a collection of hymns for the great King. Um, and it was used part of part of the liturgy, um, in high festival days, like the Feast of Tabernacles. Um, eventually, um, it moved on to the Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish new year. Um, so it became a part of their traditions. And, uh, this is just a good reminder, um, that we need to praise God. Um, and in, in this psalm it's kind of like this this earthly king is proceeding to is processional i can't speak processional (laughs) to the throne um and you know jesus did the same thing he um ascended to the throne um to an earthly throne here but also at the throne in heaven and so um yeah it just reminds me that we have to always remember who should be on the throne of our heart um jesus and we should be praising him and thanking him for for what he's done so yeah good anything else josh besides i mean at, doing the deep dive into the sons of Christ, right that was awesome <laughs> wonderful but anything from the the verses too uh the biggest thing i really got from it was uh was, was a word again was just uh it went over identity but this time instead of being um the identity of of uh, uh the disciples it's more talking like the identity of who god is mm. um yeah. so that I think this kept, and that, that's what this whole thing is about, but um, it's just praise for who, who God is, right? Uh, mm-hmm. For the Lord most high is awesome and um, uh, king of all the earth. Uh, so it just is a continual reminder of just how big and mighty and strong God is. Yeah. Good. Well, that I think is a good place for us to, to end. Um, so I just, you know, we're going to encourage you as you go through a day to think about, um, or, or remind, remember just who God is and how big and mighty he is and that he is worthy of all our honor and praise. So um, may the Lord bless you. May his spirit uh, flow through you and may you give praise to him uh, in all that you do. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.